You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast recorded with Hashem's number running assistance in Ramah Bishim Israel 5783, 2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha Tetzave. And in our Parsha, we have the big day kahuna. We have the special clothing that were worn by the priests in their service in the Mishkan and the Tabernacle. And we have the special garments that were worn by the Kayin Gadol, the high priest. And there were eight, the Shemayin Begadim, there were eight parts to these Begadim. And we also know that the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, as the Psukim described in Parshas Achremos, he would wear four parts, four different garments that were made completely out of linen. Big Day Habod. Now, that's the foundation for what I'd like to speak about today, bring you a beautiful medrash. I also want to tell you all that, Baruch Hashem, we get a mazel tov. My wife and I had a baby boy, and this Shabbos we're making a bris. And so it's appropriate that today's Devar Torah will touch upon some things that have to do with the concept of bris, that have to do with the concept of the Kayin Gadol, the high priest, his entrance into the Kayin Gadol, the Holy of Holies, and what was the merit that brought him in there. We'll see that shortly in the Medrash. But before we do, I'd like to read to you the Psukim. Psukim, the end of Perak Chavches, beginning of Perak Chavtes in our parsha. Pasuk says the different t- parts of the the clothes of the Kohanim that are to be made. This is in chapter twenty-eight, verse forty-three. The the priests Aaron and his sons will wear them when they come into the tabernacle. Or when they come to bring korbanis, bring the sacrifices on the altar, when they are serving in the holy areas, they shouldn't carry any sins. These clothing protect them. The clothing of the Kohanim, of the priests, protect them from any sins. It's, it's a law for them and their children forever. And then the first verse in chapter 29, And this, so as I understand it, this is a continuation. Besides for the fact that they need to bring, to, to be wearing these clothing, they also need to do the following when they become priests. A whole list of different korbanas, sacrifices that they are to bring. But, this is the thing. This is the thing, and this is the thing that they need to do. So the Medrash speaks at length about what is this thing, what is this referring to, the word this, vizeh. So the first thing that the Medrash tells us is it's referring to the bris. It's referring to the obligation for, for <coughs> excuse me, every single Jewish person, every single Jewish family to, to circumcise their sons on the eighth day after they are born. Says the Medrash, an interesting thing. In order for Aaron Akoyim to get into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, what is this place? The Holy of Holies. The holiest location in, on earth. In order for him to walk in there and attain an atonement for the Jewish people, he needs a schus, he needs a particular merit. What is this merit? What is the merit that allows him to come in there to get an atonement for the Jewish people, for himself, for his family, for the entire Jewish people. 
Chinin of the son of Rabbi Shmuel said, "Zechus hamila hoisa nichnesas imoy." It was the merit of the mila. It was the merit of the bris, of the fact that he was circumcised. Now, what does this mean exactly? So, we'll see together hopefully soon. But just to give you a heads up and a preview, so the the Levim says the Mefor, the Meforshim explained the Levites. When they were inside of Egypt, when they were still serving, when they were still servants in Egypt, so the Levites were potter. They were not obligated in becoming servants. They weren't slaves there. And so while the entire Jewish people were uncircumcised, the Levites retained the Messorah, the tradition of circumcision, of the bris. Now when they got to the Midbar, explains the Mephorshim, explains the Mephorshim, when they got to the wilderness, so Aaron was the one who taught them the mitzvah of bris, the mitzvah of circumcision, making sure to do it on the eighth day. Now we need to understand what is represented by the bris, what is represented by circumcision, what is the concept of it, and we'll see that there are other things, there were other merits that allowed Aaron Akoyin to come in to the Holy of Holies, to atone for the Jewish people. So we need to think about what is the concept of atonement, what is the concept of coming into the Holy of Holies, and how does that connect to the concept of Mila, to the concept of circumcision. So, Rabbi Hanina said that there was the merit of the circumcision that would come in with him. Aaron HaKoyim would come in with that merit. This is a reference to the Mila, to the circumcision, Zeis uses the same word, this. What is this? Risi Asher Tishmeru. Zeis Risi Asher Tishmeru. This is the covenant that you should keep. So the concept of the bris of circumcision is referred to as a covenant. It's referred to as a, a pact between us and God. And it's referred to as this. We found another pasuk. Risi Oiso Yitoi HaChaim Vashalem. My covenant was with him with him, right? It means it accompanied him. The concept, not just the actual physical manifestation of the circumcision, but the concept accompanies us. If we understand it, obviously, we need to understand it. But clearly, the Kayin Gadol, Aaron HaKoyin, understood what it meant, what is the essence of this halacha, of this mitzvah of circumcision. And we'll soon understand what it is, what is the essence of it. HaChayim V'Hasholim, the end of the verse is, the life and the peace. In other words, Shalom is always connected where peace is always connected to the to the bris, the concept of the covenant. Right, we call it a Shalom Zachar. The Friday night, the first Friday night, it's it's very much connected. Friday is the concept of six going into seven. It's the connection between the female aspect and the male aspect. The point of connection is the bris. Rabbi Yitzchak has a different understanding. What was it that accompanied Aaron Akayin when he wanted to enter into the, the Holy of Holies, when he wanted to enter into the tabernacle. It was the merit of the Shvatim. It was the merit of the, the tribes themselves. Right? Because let's remember, Aaron Akayin, the high priest, he was a representative. The, the Kohanim represented the Jewish people. They brought the, the korbanas on their behalf, they brought the sacrifices, they gained atonement on behalf of the Jewish people. So, it's very interesting because here's Aaron Akoyin coming to atone for us. 
And what does he bring? What's the merit that he brings? It's the diamonds, it's the rubies, it's the emeralds, it's the special stones, the precious stones that were on the aphod, that were on his breastplate. Now, of course, he didn't go inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies, with those on, because he would change into the white garments, as we mentioned. But, as the Mephoshim explained, he would go in to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, to the Holy of Holies, with the recognition of, with the concept of, with the memory of the Shvatim, the tribes. Now, what is the, what is the idea behind these diamonds, these precious gems that represented each tribe? The Medrash goes through, I'm not going to read it inside, but the Medrash goes through each of the different tribes and what their, what type of stone they had. Matam, what was the reason? Why did they have all these stones? Why did he come in to the, to the Mikdash with stones representing, precious stones representing each of the tribes of the Jewish people? Hashem would look at these stones. He would look at the clothing of the Kohan, of the priests. He would look at the special clothing that he would change into in order to enter into the Holy of Holies. And somehow that would remind God, as it were, of the merit of the Jewish people. It would gain atonement for them. So, we have two things here. We have the bris, the circumcision, gains atonement for the Jewish people. It accompanies him. And we have the clothing which has to do with the, the, the precious gems, the diamonds, the rubies, the emeralds that were on the ephod, the clothing, the outer aspect and the inner aspect, we could say. The outer aspect and the inner aspect. We'll see more in a moment. Rabbi Yeshua the Sichnan says the message a beautiful thing, Meshem Rabbi Levi. Rabbi Yeshua the Sichnan said the name of Rabbi Levi. Or a mashal of Ben Malachim. It's a mashal, it's analogous to a prince. This prince had a a person who was taking care of him, who was raising him. And, you know, sometimes the, the prince, as he's learning to be princely, as he's learning to be who he's supposed to be, how he's meant to behave, he'll make a mistake, he'll do things wrong, he'll maybe disrespect his father the king, heaven forbid. So, this teacher, who is teaching the prince the way to act in a princely manner. He would come in and he wanted to say something positive to the king about his son. He wanted to get atonement for his son. He was afraid that whatever he would say, the other members of the court would try to say things negatively as he's trying to say something positive. So the king obviously wants to forgive his son. He wants his son to grow up to be the next king. So what did the king do? He dresses the agent, he dresses the teacher in his own royal garments. That all of the other members of the court should see the royal garments and step back and be afraid to say anything negative about the prince. In the same way, when Aaron would come in each year, in order to, to gain atonement for the Jewish people, he didn't want any negative things being said about the Jewish people. He wanted to come in there with, with the right clothing, with the right, with the right kingly clothes. So the, the, the mitzvahs 
There's another Medrash, which I don't think, uh, we'll see if we get it, we'll get to it. Another Medrash in Vayikra, which speaks about the many mitzvahs that would accompany him, besides for the bris, besides for the, the, the bris, which is the inner aspect. There was also Shabbos, which represents a certain thing. There was also the Torah, which represents a certain aspect. But all of these schusim were like the, the kingly garments, the kingly garments that he was able to go in and protect the Jewish people with. The, the angels were there and they would, they would say negative things heaven forbid about the Jewish people. Hey, why aren't these people acting as they should? Why are they not acting in a princely way? What does Hashem do? He gives him beautiful garments that look like God's garments, as it were. We find that the, the verses speak, it's a verse in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 17. They speak about the clothing, as it were, that God wears. God wears righteousness. He wears a hat of salvation. There are times when he puts on clothing, which is the clothing of vengeance. He puts it on. He puts on these different clothing. So just like Hashem puts on certain clothing, this clothing he gives to the Kohen Gadol. When the Kohen Gadol enters, the high priest enters into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, into the Holy of Holies. So he also wears parallel clothing, kingly garments. What does that clothing look like? It looks like the, conceptually, it looks like the mitzvahs that he brings. It looks like the diamonds of the Jewish people, which represent the uniqueness and specialness of the Jewish people. So Hashem gave him the secret, the, the clothing to wear to protect himself and to protect the Jewish people. What was this clothing? It was the clothing of Malchus. It was the clothing of the king, the clothing of Hashem himself. What does that look like? What is the inner aspect and what is the outer aspect? So indeed, let's, let's take a look at the Medrash in Parshas Vayikra, which parallels this Medrash. There's two pieces here. One of them says like this, Levi, Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Shub and Levi, the, the, the friends of the sages, they said like this, Why does he have eight different garments? It corresponds to the concept of Mila, the concept of the circumcision, which is for eight days, on the eighth day. Brings the same verse that we saw together. So somehow the, the number eight, the aspect of eight, represents something, something powerful, represents the, the clothing that he wears, it's the merit that allows him to come in, and it represents the Mila. What is this concept? One more hint to the, what the concept is. What is it that he comes in with? Aaron comes into the Holy of Holies with this. We said one aspect is he comes in with the bris, with the circumcision, with that mitzvah which he taught to the Jewish people. Also, he comes in with Torah. That's the Medrash over here. Chaviles, chaviles, shal mitzvahs. He has packages, bundles and bundles of mitzvahs. The Torah, the Mila, the Shabbos, Yerushalayim, Shvatim, the, the tribes. But what is the idea? So the previous Medrash, this is, this is section 21, uh, partial 21, section 5. 
When it comes to waging war, you have to be able to use all kinds of tachbulos, all kinds of tricks. Reb Nassim Reb Acha b'Shem Reb Simon Amar Imasisa Chavilos. What are tachbulos? They're chavilos. They're packages. Tachbulos can mean the the tricks, the all the different calculations in order to wage and win the war. But the same word tachbulos also means chavilos, which means packages, bundles. Imasisa chavilos shel averus asay connected chavilos shel mitzvus. If a person has done packages, bundles of sins, heaven forbid, so turn it around. Do corresponding bundles of mitzvahs, of, of fulfilling commandments. Let's say a person has used his eyes to, to look at people in a negative way. Put on tefillin. The tefillin go between your eyes and they raise your eyes to a tra- in a transcendent way, right? The tefillin rests above the head, the, mo- the place of keser, which we're, that's really what we're talking about here, the eighth aspect. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's say a person spoke with, with false lips, with his tongue. Fix it by using your tongue to teach Torah to your children. Let's say a person has used his hands to hurt others. Or the, the example here is to, to kill, to, to cause death. Wrap the tefillin on your hands. Okay, so you have the Torah, you have the tefillin. Let's say a person is using his thoughts to think negative things, to think thoughts of licentious thoughts. Place these words, place the Torah upon your heart. So the Torah and the Tefillin, they serve to raise a person up. Let's say a person is running to do evil things. How can he, how can, what are the bundles of mitzvahs that he can use? The commandments that he can use to, to rectify that have ruts acharmila Use your legs. What's between them is the circumcision. Ruts ruts acharmila. Run after the mitzvah of mila, which means to to be the one who's the sandik who sits the child on your lap. And it goes through another, you know, a whole other list of examples. But I, I'm not going to get into that right now. But what I'd like to focus in on is. An amazing thing. An amazing thing. We are human. We are human. And the human being makes mistakes. Right? That's why we need a and Gadol. That's why we need the high priest. That's why we need the priests to atone for us, to bring the korbanas, the sacrifices. The clothing that they wear, they wear the diamonds. Right? They wear the the precious gems which have the names of each of us upon them each of the tr- the tribes of the Jewish people. And he also walks in with the bris, because what is the concept? The bris, the covenant, the the circumcision means that there's something that's covered up, covered up by sin. But what's underneath? What's underneath is who we really are. It's the real relationship, the proper relationship, the proper use of our desires in our relationship with our spouse, in our relationship with Hashem, in our relationship with bringing children down into this world. That's represented in this incredible way. The Levites were the masters of this. But it's something that's on the inside. It's something that's covered. It's something that we don't see. Something that, you know, it's something that's hidden. 
It's meant to be covered. It's the inner aspect. And the clothing are the outer aspect, as we said. Now, think about it this way for a moment, okay? The concept of eight, the concept of the eighth aspect, which is what we're speaking about here, the eight, clo- the eight different parts of the clothing of the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, the eighth day, the eighth aspect always represents Lamala Minatava. It represents above nature. It's Bina. It's the eighth aspect. We have the seven, seven days of creation, the seven days of the natural order. And then we have Lamala Minatava, the eighth aspect. But what's interesting is that the eighth aspect, as the Makubalim explain, as the deeper sources explain, the eighth aspect completely surrounds, the soul surrounds the human being. But it's also inside of the human being. It's completely hidden within us, and it completely surrounds us. Just as Hashem, God Himself, as it were, is the soul of the of reality. He gives constant kiyum to reality. He gives constant existence to reality, but He completely surrounds reality. He's beyond reality. But reality is inside of Him, but He's also inside of all of reality. So the eighth aspect represents the spiritual aspect, which completely surrounds, and is completely inside. Now, what happens when a person sins, when a person does an Avera? We've done something wrong, so how do we get rid of it? How do we remove the foreskin? Because what we're trying to do is, we're trying to reveal what's really inside. We're trying to reveal the spiritual aspect which is inside of us, which is covered by the Avera, which is covered by the sin. That's represented by the bris. The bris is the removal of the sin. It's getting back to who we really are. The clothing that the Kohen Gadol wears represent the diamonds, the, the beauty of the Jewish people. represents the, the essence of who each tribe is. Each of the stones that, that, that are on the breastplate are different aspects, represent different aspects of who the Jewish people are at our essence, at our core. Now we can reveal that by, by cover, you know, covering ourselves with, hey, this is who I am. Look at who I am. This is the beauty of who I am. The clothing makes the man, so to speak. But that's the, the outer aspect. That's the soul which completely envelops us. That's represented by the clothing. And it's the soul that's on the inside. It's the soul that's in, in the core of who we are, which animates everything that goes on in the physical realm, which is represented by the bris, which is the revealing of the inner aspect, of the, of the creative aspect, that which is able to, to bring people together, bring a, a man and his wife together, in a, in a holy union, in a holy connection, which brings the, the highest souls down into the world. It's an awesome, awesome thing. Aaron is the Ayyav Shalom, Viradev Shalom. He's the one who brought peace between people. He's the one who brought peace between man and God. He's the one who brought atonement to us. How did he bring atonement? If you did this sin, here's the mitzvah to do to show who you really are. The sin is just, it's a covering, it's fake. It doesn't represent who you are. Go back to the Torah. Go back to the Torah, which reminds us of who we're supposed to be. Go back to the tefillin. The tefillin sit, they rest upon the head. They're also next to the heart. Why? Because they represent who we're supposed to be. It's the inside aspect and the outside aspect. The tefillin are above. They surround. They're in the place of the soul, which completely surrounds us. We, we need these reminders. We need these reminders of the essence of who we are. The soul is who we are. Aaron in order to come into the Mishkan, in order to come into the tabernacle, he needed to bring with him this chus, the merit of the, the bris, 
of the covenant, which says, hey, this is who we really are. We're really a spiritual being. We have creative powers given to us divinely by Hashem. Just like God can create, we can create. We can bring human souls, which animate reality, into the world. And he also came in with the, 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 the garments, which represented the beauty, the malchus, the spirituality of who we are. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us, that we should be able to indeed recognize who we really are, recognize the essence of who we are inside and outside, remove all of the avarice, all of that which stands between us and Hashem, between us and the essence of who we are, the soul that we, that we really are. Hashem should help us to see, to, to dress ourselves, so to speak, in the clothes of Malchus, of, of, of the kingly clothes, and Hashem should help us to be able to remove that which blocks us from who we are. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.